0: Hello, my name is Kathy Kelly and you are listening to Paranormal Tales from the Tower from Asbury Park's historic downtown district and from Paranormal. So it is almost Christmas. And of course that means that there's a whole other bunch of holidays that are happening around the same time. And we have our traditional, um, our traditional fight over whether or not it is exclusionary to use the phrase happy holidays in place of say something more specific, like happy Hanukkah or uh, Merry Christmas. So let me get it out of the way, happy anything. You celebrate. Happy day. Happy Tuesday. Happy Wednesday. Happy Thursday. Happy whatever. If you choose to wish me happiness, I accept it and I'm grateful for it. Um, so that's out of the way. And also, Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah and Happy Kwanzaa and um, everything that's specific and unique to you as well. Um, so, okay. Uh, It's been a really weird week at Paranormal. Um, We have been coming down from our Krampus uh, festival, which means that we've been kind of pulling everything together. And uh, it was a weird one this year. It was the biggest, definitely the biggest turnout we've had as far as people who attend to see the Krampuses. Not the biggest turnout we've had for Krampuses, but hopefully we can come up with some things that will make that different next year. Lots of weird stuff happened, guys. Um, We coincided this year with SantaCon. Let me tell you what I think about SantaCon. I'm not going to hold back. I think it's an absolute disgusting scourge on the city. And I think, I get it, you're 22, you're 23, you're 25, you're 26, you're 44, you're 94, whatever you are, I get it, you want to have a good time. And I get it that just having a few drinks does not mean that you're a bad person. It doesn't. But defecating in the street and screaming at the top of your lungs and having fights and causing trouble does mean that you're being a bad person at that time that that one gets cover. They create something um, that is produced, that has a a lightning rod person that's going to take the hit for everybody else. And they put it on another day and they sell tickets to that. Okay. So we had SantaCon on September 7th that was produced by the original SantaCon people. Um, and it's essentially, they send out word. Everybody's going to get together in Asbury Park and Hoboken and San Francisco and California, you know, in, in every place, wherever it's going to be. Um, and we're all going to get together. And we're all going to act like idiots and get drunk and go from place to place, dressed like elves and Santas and unicorns and whatever the hell else we want to dress as. Um, and we're going to do this. Um, and we're just going to have a good time. That's what we're going to do. And we don't care um, what it does to the city or the businesses or anything like that. We're going to act like idiots. And because nobody is stepping up and saying, I'm the person that's organizing this. Nobody's responsible, right? I mean, that's how it works, right? You can go out and you can do whatever you want. As long as you don't say you're responsible, you don't have to be responsible. Yeah, sure, that's how it is. Um, and then what we're gonna do is we're gonna announce another date a week later for the you know for the people who don't really understand what SantaCon is, and we're gonna sell tickets to that. And then there's gonna be this big loud oh oh you can't sell tickets to SantaCon. Well, meanwhile, it's already happened, but everybody else can step in a week later and shut it down, um, and that's what happened. And so on September seventh, the event. Uh, that was our event, which is a Krampus Asbury Park, took place at the same time that Santa Run, which is this awesome, uh, I don't know if it's a 5K or whatever, but it's really great uh, thing, the people there are awesome, um, and Santa Con took place on the same day. And what the upshot of that was that because my event was the only event that was organized and permitted and, you know, public and, I guess, obvious, um, we had a lot of police officers that were spending a lot of time um, and attention at our place um, in a kind of intimidating way. I don't think they intended to be intimidating but I don't think they understood who we were um, and I think that they thought that we were SantaCon or something like that but eventually what happened was uh, they came over three or four times they spent a couple hours there my event usually has families in it and there's no drinking at least not during the daytime um, and so I don't know what they thought we were doing but they stood around you know, flexing muscles and making people uncomfortable and again I'm not blaming the cops I'm just saying that that's what happens and then ultimately when we did our walk um, they stopped me and they essentially told me that they were shutting us down halfway on our walk to the park um, and I had about, a I don't know, I don't, listen, maybe there were a couple people behind me. Maybe there were a couple hundred people. I don't know. There were people leaving restaurants to join the walk. We had a lot of people this year. Um, we were on the sidewalks. We were not taking up the whole sidewalk. It was 430 in the afternoon. The sun had not even gone down yet. I did have a bullhorn. Those of you who have met me know I don't need a bullhorn to make noise, which is essentially what I told the police officer and we went and we went to the park we finished up we had a great time um i had fully intended for this to be my last Krampus, because it's a lot of work and there's a lot of people who commit to volunteering who who you know life interferes and intercedes and they're not able to do it and and it it costs a ton of money and you know at the end of every one of them i'm frustrated but i was so pissed off this year that they after five years of doing this that they really made it difficult and tried to shut us down that i was like oh no next year we're going to go big with it so next year we are going to go big with it and that means i'm going to be calling on all of you all five or six of you or however many there are i actually think there's about 120 of you out there listening to the podcast although you're incredibly quiet and you don't really give a lot of feedback um i'm going to call on you and i'm going to expect you to come out and help um and i'll find you there's really literally no way for me to find you so don't worry about that so anyway, you know, we're finally putting everything away and we finally have all of our Krampus stuff in bins and it's going into storage and it's blah, 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 um, But it means that the, like the store has been open weird hours. And, you know, if I get one complaint, the biggest complaint I get is that we're never open, which is funny because we are open, you know, 40, 50 hours a week. But we're not open when I guess people come by because people come by Asbury Park at you know 10 o'clock at night after they've had a few drinks and i'm not saying everybody that comes by is drinking or anything like that i'm just saying you know i i'm not open at nine o'clock at night i'm not open at 11 o'clock at night i have events that we are open around then and you can definitely um book something private and get in and, and be open around then but you know our hours are pretty standard hours 12 to 6 wednesday thursday uh, Friday we open at uh, 3 o'clock and stay open till 8 because that's when people tend to be around there Saturday 12 to 8 Sunday 12 to 6 um, and then you know in the summer we're open later and in the winter we're open uh, shorter hours um, but we do close from time to time for special events but this week because we were putting everything away the door was closed but we were there and you know We were opening and closing based on, you know, whether or not we were upstairs or downstairs or whatever, but I digress. Um, The point is, is that I have spent a ton of time in Paranormal the last six weeks, um, all hours of the day and night. In fact, I was there until four o'clock in the morning yesterday, and a lot of that is just getting ready, um, getting finished with Krampus to start to get ready for the Jersey Devil Festival, and also because we've launched this new line of products that are based on um based on us as opposed to just based on the paranormal in general and what i mean is we have a series of candles it's called the paranormal museum collection and these are handcrafted and and i mean they're handcrafted by me i am literally making these in the tower um because they are tied to the artifacts that we have in our museum and these artifacts are really um they're really personal and and important to me. And I picked five or six of them that I thought were the most reflective of the collection that we have. And they're really special. And so the scents are associated with what I think the activity around the artifacts are, Um, but also the story of the artifact is on the candle itself. So if you're out in California and you can't get to the Paranormal Museum, um, you can get a piece of it brought to you something that's sensory something that well that not only will you know the story but you'll kind of get a vibe for how it feels to be in the paranormal museum now I have been I've had my artifacts some of them I've had for 30 or 40 years but I've had my collection for a very long time and I've been in this space now for about five years but I would say the night before last was the first night that I was really well and truly uncomfortable and maybe a little bit afraid of the space and it's because it felt really aggressive it also was really windy out. So I don't know if I just was hearing things from outside and getting nervous or whatever. But um, on Tuesday night, I got an update from one of our cameras that said that it had the camera had detected a person in an area of the museum that we call the library. Um, and it's a really tiny little space And there's a light that we keep on there. It's a track light that we keep on there forever. Uh, I never shut it off because it's, it's one of the interim spaces between, so you kind of would be able to tell whether someone had come and gone, but it's literally a light switch. There's no, I don't have any kind of like, you know, Alexa lights or anything like that. They're, they're all on light switches. And this is a particular light switch that you, you have to be standing up there to turn on and turn off. And so I had left there around six o'clock in the afternoon or six o'clock in the evening. I'd gotten home and I was, um, I don't know what I was doing. I was probably watching TV or falling asleep or something. And I got an update that someone was in the museum. Now, it's not unheard of for someone, one of our staff members, to actually go into the museum and, um, you know, to help me out by either. Working or putting stuff away or um, something along those lines, and you know I, I have I have great people that work for me, so I have a lot of people who do a lot of um, volunteer stuff, and but it would be unusual for them to not let me know, and so I thought, oh please, I hope I didn't leave the place unlocked, or so I checked it, I checked the tape immediately, and I don't know how to explain what I saw. Um, so essentially, the camera angle. Is from where we from from where, what we call the cauldron area or the ritual room area, and it's a shot of the entire ritual room and all of the artifacts in the library prison door area at a distance. So what happened was there's a few seconds in where you hear it it almost it almost sounds like a footstep or a couple of footsteps, but you know maybe it is maybe it isn't it's a strange sound and then the light switches off and the camera focuses on an area that is in the library area where we've gotten a lot of SLS hits in the past and a lot of EMF hits in the past um, and it almost seems like a very um, almost like a heat signature or or some kind of a f- soft lens although the rest of the the lens um, stays in focus seems to be moving into the library area and then there is this globe that's on the desk and there appears to be a kind of a dark shadow i don't want to overstate this by sounding it, it doesn't look humanoid it doesn't look anything like that it just seems to be a darkening of of the space around the globe and then the globe appears to move and then the light switches back on and everything goes back to normal. It was weird. It was weird enough that I looked at it about 100 times and that I blew it up and I put it on my 85 inch television and um, it was weird enough that I, I went in because I don't understand how the light went off and I don't understand how it went back on and I don't understand why the camera on the other side Camera, there's a camera on the other side of the room facing that, why that camera wasn't triggered at all. And then when I checked all of the other cameras, there was a there was a dropout in the cameras that were around this area, but not all of them. So in other words, the Wi-Fi didn't go out, the power didn't go out, something interfered with the cameras in this specific area for about 36 to 40 seconds um i know i'm 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 kind of belaboring this but it's because i don't understand it so i you know i have i've grown accustomed to the idea that we share our space with something and i've grown accustomed to the idea that we share our space with many things but i don't know that i've really ever i don't want to say i don't believe it i i just think it, you know sometimes it becomes like a story that you tell And you say, oh, yeah, yeah, that's them. That's them. You hear the footsteps. But it's like you're leaving or the footsteps are above you or they're below you. But when I was there the following night and I was working very, very late and I started to hear what sounded like footsteps coming up the stairs directly into my office, um, I started to get really uncomfortable because I think it's because the globe moved and the idea that it's not some ephemeral You know maybe there's someone here maybe there's a wisp of a ghost here maybe there's a memory that's floating through here but that there's something that's capable of interacting with matter and that it's choosing to and then I was there by myself and I was gonna have to walk through it to get back home Um, I'm not sure I don't know if it's the season I don't know if it's the fact that we've been spending more time there I don't know if it's a new artifact I do know something strange that happened Um, our neighbor passed away last year and she was an interesting person. Um, I think you could, you could call her, I think you could call her interesting and that would probably be the best and truest way to describe her character. But I know that she's been experienced or seen in her building since then. And there's a part of me that wonders if she isn't part of this new experiences that we're having in the museum. Um, and I don't know. I do know that I'm, I'm gonna be going away this weekend and I'm gonna be going away um, after Christmas. But once I get back, I think I'm gonna do a series of investigations that focus specifically on areas of our building. And then if it seems to be related to the artifacts, then we'll focus on the artifacts as well but because I don't know who's listening and I don't know if you guys actually listen to the end of it, I am gonna make an offer. I am gonna choose two listeners and I'm not sure who they're gonna be, but they're gonna send me an email at Kathy at paranormalbooksnj.com or they're gonna go to our Paranormal Tales from the Tower podcast Facebook page, um, which is Paranormal Tales from the Tower and they're going to post there saying, I want to investigate the paranormal museum and I'm going to choose two people to participate in this investigation. This investigation will be a late night investigation and it will be a full investigation. And so I'm testing you guys to see who's listening because I ask over and over what you want to hear about and I don't get any feedback. So now, you know, if you're listening and you want to investigate with me and you want to investigate the paranormal museum, and you want to see if you can get to the bottom of the different activities that we're having within five weeks from me posting this, we will be having an investigation and two of you are invited to come. That's Kathy at paranormal or on Facebook. It's the paranormal tales from the tower, paranormal tales from the tower, Facebook page. And if you don't know where that is, you can go to our Facebook page and link off of it. Or if you give me a second, I will pull it up myself and tell you what it's called. Um, Of course I won't because I shut the internet off. Um, You can also hit us up at uh, Paranormal Tales of the Tower podcast, um, Instagram, or any of our social media, at ParanormalNJ on Twitter, The Paranormal Museum uh, on Instagram, and Paranormal New Jersey on Facebook. I probably should pull all of those together into one thing, but... I'm a little bit all over the place. I don't know if you guys noticed. Anyway, this is just a, a little, a little mini cast to, uh, to what your whistle. I am also uploading right now, as we speak, a ghost story for you guys to read on or listen to on Christmas Eve. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, anyway, have a great holiday. I will talk to you guys before the new year, but if I don't get to see you, I wish you a merry merry. I hope you're with all of the people that you love and I hope that you're all safe and warm and I hope you have a wonderful holiday.